Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I am your host, Keisha. I've got producer James here in the studio. Hello. Producer James is a little bit nervous, you guys, because on our last show, we got a lot of feedback, and some of it was not very nice to producer James. We no. had people talking about him from his political views all the way to his mic wasn't right. So he's like, should I just not say anything at all? Okay, when we get home, yeah, that'd be great. But for here on the show, he's a crucial part of the show. That is who I banter with right there. Look. Here's the thing about this show. It's rude, it's crude, it's raw, it's raunchy. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about celebrity news and gossip, reality TV. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about sexuality, porn, politics, COVID. We're going to hear it all on this show, and we hope that you like it. We hope that we can give you a laugh or two or three. But if not, there's like 15 million other podcasts that you can listen to now granted we want you to listen to our show but look it, it, it you've got two people who don't know what the fuck we're doing anyway and we're just faking it till we make it but it's just not that serious our show's just it's not that serious no not at all I didn't think it was, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got uh, I got called out. Yeah, he got called out, and I had to go. I was like, "Uh, what did you say? I don't." It, he got called out on a show, and what he got called out about was like maybe a minute and a half of our banter. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I just I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, I will be uh, in my corner over here. Doing my little tech stuff. I'm going to be out the way. I'm going to be quiet. And here's a disclaimer. This show is not safe for work. It is not safe for children. And it is most definitely not safe for the sensitive. It sure as hell wasn't safe for producer James. <laughs> for real, y'all can talk about producer James all y'all want. As long as y'all don't talk, to, talk about me, I'm cool. So look, I just got out of a therapy session, so I don't even know how this show is going to go. I could end up crying in the middle of it. I can be full on nook if you buck, or I can be super, you know what? I'm going to be a separate housewife, and we're going to talk about recipes. I just don't. No, but if you are a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It is time for the Gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the Gab with Keisha. All right, so I swear one of these times we're going to have a show that no one not one person in the Kardashian clan is mentioned, but that is not today. It's not this show, not at all. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If you can't stand the Kardashians as much as I can't stand them, which I have a love-hate relationship with the Kardashians, um, we're going to talk about them a bit here in the gap. We're going to talk about, well, actually two of them. Ooh. All right, so if you don't know, if you've been hiding underneath the rock, Kourtney Kardashian who some label as the most normal of the Kardashians, and her boyfriend, Travis Scott, who have been only dating since January of this year, are engaged. And how do we know that? Because they recorded it and posted it on social media. Because if you're a Kardashian, nothing can be private. And you know what I just thought about? I bet there was a camera crew out there filming for their new reality TV show that's going to be on Hulu. 
I bet. Yeah. So this relationship, I, I, I don't know. Because sometimes when people put forth too much effort to make things look a certain way, that's concerning to me, okay? So Courtney and Travis have been called out a lot for like overly too much PDA, licking each other, tonguing each other down. It's just been a lot. Like they have really just been throwing the relationship in everyone's faces and down everyone's throats. So it's kind of like, okay, is it really this great and wonderful? Are you doing this for the publicity? Do you really like each other? I can't tell and i usually am a pretty good reader of relationships i can tell you i'm like something's going wrong i don't know i saw half of a post and i think a divorce is coming i can't put my finger on these two because it's been such a display of like um we're together we're so in love we're so sexual we can't keep our hands off of one another it's just been so much but i will say there's one thing that has come out of the relationship of nothing else travis barker who was in a horrific plane crash what 10 no it's been longer than 10 years it's been a while i want to say it was before i had scholar scholar 19 so maybe maybe 19 20 years Maybe. Maybe somewhere in that area. Uh, he was in a, a very bad plane crash. Well, he he was he was in a hospital for months with burns. Uh, I want to say two of his friends were killed on that flight. So he had not flown since then. But since he's been with Courtney, you know, because the Kardashians worked that K voodoo on all their men, he was able to guster up the courage to get on the plane again. So if all else fails, I'm probably two things are going to happen. Travis is going to be a frequent flyer, and he's probably going to have a fucking tattoo of Kourtney Kardashian somewhere on his body, if he doesn't already. But it, it's just so overly publicized. Is that the right word I want to use? I think so. It's just too much, and they're purposely doing things. Is it? Is it like where they're just trying so hard, like you said, to just show their togetherness. Yeah, it's it's like, oh no, okay, yeah. shit, y'all together. We know you're together. We already know everything you're going to do because you always post about it or you have a camera crew behind you. But then you have to, on top of all of that, do, it's the equivalent of when Kanye goes somewhere and he's got that fucking stupid mask on. You know the full body mask that people sometimes put on when they do, like they run in the middle of a, Football game, you can't see, it doesn't look like, you know, just that, yeah. the whole body thing. It's him walking into a 7-Eleven like that. <laughs> it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me. I, so there's something to me, there's a disconnect with the relationship. I don't, I don't know. They've known each other for years, though. So it's not like this is just brand, brand new. But because they've known each other for so long, but they've only been dating since February. I don't think anyone who dated in 2020 or 2021 or even 2022 should get married because we're not right. None of us. <laughs> none of us are right, uh, including Courtney's sister, Khloe Kardashian. Now, this one just really made me say, what the really? OK, so everyone knows Khloe shares a three year old daughter, True Thompson, with the um, Ugh, I don't even know if he is he like a serial cheater. I think he's almost like he. No, he's not a serial cheater. He's just a fucking NBA player. Who's that? Tristan Thompson. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, he's a typical NBA player and they cheat a lot. OK, when you date someone who plays for the NBA, you need to tell myself that you tell yourself this. I know he's trash. But the dick is good and the money is so, so good. I can deal with all 20 of these other women. 
NBA, any bitch available. There you go. So now she's upset when people call her daughter True big. What? Yes. Is the girl big? Her dad is in the NBA, <laughs> and her mom is half a Sasquatch. <laughs> the baby's tall. She's big. She's going to always, and she's big and she's dark. I mean, and you're going to be offended by this because she's saying that it's almost like a form of body shaming. Really? Okay, this is how I feel about it. You, Courtney, are passing on your own insecurities about being the ugliest of the Kardashians onto your daughter, and it's not fair. Look, the baby already has a disadvantage. The dad is a fucking dog. Her mom is a Kardashian, and she kind of looks like a koala bear just like her dad does. Leave her alone. She's cute. She's tall. She's brown. That is who she is. And, and if all us fails, the same motherfucking people you get to Photoshop your photos, let them Photoshop true and make her, I don't know, a little person size. I, I just don't think there's, Scholar was tall. Scholar's always been tall. She was always the tallest one in her classroom from daycare on up. Okay, I don't, is it offensive to refer to someone as, now I get the term big, okay? But when you're talking about a little kid, it's different. Yeah, it's always different. Like, how many times do you say, oh, what a big baby? Yeah, what that's a big, a big baby. That's big. a big boy. Usually when I say things like that, it's because your baby's ugly, and I just don't feel like I want to lie and say the baby's cute. So say, oh, your baby's got big brown eyes. Oh, your baby's got big feet. Oh, look at those big hands, long arms. So I don't understand why she's – I really feel like this is Chloe's insecurities about herself. Because she's so much taller than her sisters. And when I say sisters, I'm really talking about Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. We're not talking about Kylie and, um, what's the other K? Kylie and Kendall. But she's the tallest of the three Kardashian girls. She was the biggest. And she got, you know, read for filth in the tabloids about her looks. She's lighter than the rest of them are. She's got a different nose. And everyone's always saying that, you know, Robert Kardashian, there's no way that's her biological dad. So she's got a lot of insecurities about that, but now you're already starting to put that off on your three-year-old? No one can say she's big? That's weird. Next she's going to be, well, people keep saying she's dark. She dark. She she doesn't even look mixed race. Like, isn't that what you wanted? Any, isn't that what you and Kim and Kylie want? You just want a, an array of black children? I mean, I think you got what you wanted, and now you're going to complain about it. I don't, I don't understand it. But speaking of big, Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo cannot catch a break this year at all. She has been in the news quite often and not for very good reasons. Everything from album sales are not doing great, uh, body shaming, uh, the whole Chris Brown when she said that he was her favorite person on the planet, all the way into this, and I have to 100 I'm like on Maury. I'm 1,000% sure he's dead. I am 1,000% behind everyone who dogged her for the hellacious outfit that she wore to Cardi B's birthday party a few weeks ago. It was bad. And we're talking about Lizzo. It was even bad for Lizzo. It, it, it was bad. So if you didn't see the pictures, I'm going to break it down to you. First, I'm just going to start with her hair. 
She had her hair like every black little girl wore her hair in second and third grade. It was a ponytail up top, kind of to the side, and then there was a ponytail in the back, and the bitch even had barrettes on, like shiny, sparkly ones, okay? And they were twisted. So what, what was going on there? I, I don't know. But then she had on this dress. Now, I want to say the theme of Cardi B's birthday party was like dance hall. So I saw some people kind of tapping back to like 70s disco. Then, I mean, it was a Cardi B party. So I don't even think Cardi probably even understood what it was that, you know, the theme of her birthday party. Because now that I think about it. She wasn't dressed appropriately if you're going with the thing. So, yeah, you just had a whole bunch of bitches just wearing anything, including especially Lizzo. So she has on this long sleeve dress. The dress is down to, I want to say, her ankles because once you see the midsection, you just stop right there and you don't carry on. So the dress was long. It was sheer and it was sparkly. But go back to the part where I said it was sheer, totally see-through. Ooh. All right, so you can see her boobs, you can see her crotch. You know she had on a fucking thong because that's all she wears. It was horrible. Her titties look like the tutti fruity, tutti tutti fresh and fruity uh, at AHA pancakes. That's what it looked like—a double stack of flapjacks. <laughs> and then she had like these things on to cover the nipples. But look, I'm a big girl, okay. And as a big girl, we don't have puppies. We got full-size yard dogs on the chain trying to break free. That was Lizzo's titties. They were at her stomach. But here's the thing. That's what she wanted to wear. That's fine. But you know damn well when you come out the house looking like that, you know people are going to talk about you. You have to know. This was not something that was becoming... I think that Lizzo is, has a very cute face. I think she's very, very cute. And the very few times, because when I say few, it has only been a few times. No, I'm lying. It ain't been a few. It's been about one time, two. It wasn't more than two times that she's been semi-appropriately dressed for her size. Now, before people say that I'm fat shaming, I'm not. Because I believe that no matter what size you are... There are things appropriate to your size, your shape, your skin tone, your hairstyle, all of that. This was not flattering at all. This looked horrible. Like, as a fat girl, I was like, but why, though? Like, the, but what, uh, what, are you trying to promote flat tummy tea? Are you trying to get some Hollywood plastic surgeon to say, hey, Lizzo, you know what, for free, if you do a hashtag ad sponsorship with us, we'll give you liposuction, a tummy tuck, all of that for free. I don't know what her reasoning was behind this, but now she's mad because everyone's talking about how bad she looked. Well, bitch, you did look bad. It looked very bad. It wasn't cute. Not The coloring was, I mean, it was just wrong. There was no right about it. And now she's got everybody worked up. Because people called her fat or they talked about, you know, seeing her rolls or her dimples. Well, if you didn't have it on full display with sparkles thrown on it, none of us would have seen it. Yeah, you wore it to Cardi B's birthday party. This wasn't like you were in your home with your man wearing this for him. 
because that is the only person who wanted to see this. Except for like the guys that were like, okay, except for the guys that like to date fat women on purpose and they want to keep feeding them so they get bigger and bigger. We've all seen them on Maury Povich. We've seen them on a thousand pound sisters. There's guys that are like that. Then you know what? Do an OnlyFans for all them motherfuckers because the rest of us don't want to see that shit, Lizzo. Enough is enough. And this is coming from a very plus size woman. It that ain't it. It's it's not. I don't know what. There's no way she has a stylist. There's no. You, you, she does. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Everybody who got paid to put her in that dress or uh -huh. whatever uh, said she looked great. You know why? Because they got paid they got to paid. do it. Here's what you need to do. Facetime me. Because. <laughs> Because I can relate. I'm black, I'm tall, and I'm overweight. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you what looks right. There's not going to be any hating. Because what do I gain from it? Okay, I'm going to gain a little bit because I'm going to be like, everybody, I'm, I'm FaceTime Lizzo. I'm going on Instagram Live. Okay, I'll get that from it. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, girl, that's just... Um, that should be your job. Like you should be like the like the uh, celebrity real talk person. Like after all their fucking assistance and all that is done, they call Keisha. Say Keisha, <laughs> what you think? And you give them the straight fucking dope. I mean, that is like me walking outside of the house with a pair of Daisy Dukes on, and then getting pissed off at someone saying, "I can see all the waves," because all the waves and my thighs and shit every time I move. It's the motion of the ocean. How can you get offended by that when it's factual? I, 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 I don't, I don't understand it. And the things that the mean things, well, she says they're mean, and then they are mean because people don't have to say anything, but we do. <laughs> Given what you just did for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, we, we do. We're going to see the pictures and then when something is posted, what is next? There's the comment section. I'm sure that things were mean, but these are not things that Lizzo has not heard before. But yet she still should not. She's committed than a motherfucker on it. I mean, she keeps saying, well, I don't care. But yet you do care because if you didn't care, there wouldn't be, you know, you going on Instagram saying that you're taking a break because people are body shaming you. You're doing things to put out all of your assets. If you're shameful, you can't be mad about people being shame to you no because here's the thing that this is the thing that i'm wondering is where do you order your thongs for because where, where who sells them that big i don't know and then once an ass is so large there's no need for a thong everything becomes a thong yeah basically <laughs> i mean and again this is coming from me the last thing that my big ass needs is something little stuck in between of it dicks or underwear okay all right, so we're going to move on from Lizzo before she hears about my show and then tries to get me canceled. I'm like, bitch, I cancel myself every week. I don't need your help, but thanks. All right, so you guys know that I'm a huge fan of The Real Housewives, and one of the things that the topics of Real Housewives of Potomac this season has been the Battle of the Candles. We've got Kat, Karen Huger and Madame LaDame, or LaDame, her whole little brand. She's got the three-wick candle. Then you've got Wendy, who has the one-wick candle. Well, finally, Wendy's candle, one wick and all, is available to the public for sale. Her new brand is Onyi. Yes, Onyi, because yeah, it's Onyi is a Nigerian 
word. I, I, I think she said it was her middle name. On oh, ye. Okay. I wonder if that meant uh, make sure and pay your mom. Because mom, remember, don't her mom want a piece of everything that they do? Oh, yeah, that's just the hell. That's every black mama on planet Earth right there. Well, you know I gave birth to you, so, you know, you owe me technically. But, yeah, her mom is the only mom that says, I'll sue you if you don't do it, though. Yeah, so I like her mom. Her mom's funny. Okay, so Wendy's candles are now available. So Karen's were not. No, Karen's got hers out first. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Uh, I'm sure we'll see them at a Ross or TJ Maxx any day now. Okay. (laughs) Dollar General. Yes. No, we're going to give her a little bit of credit. We're going to say TJ Maxx, Marshalls. (laughs) No, Wendy's going to be at Ross, and here's why. They're one wick, and they cost $45.95 each. Yeah. How big are they? That bitch better burn for a whole year straight. It better be able to light itself, blow <laughs> itself out when it's time for everyone to go to bed. Forty-five ninety-five. It can't be big because it's only one wick. Well, maybe you'd have a tall. I mean, you could have a. It's big not. One, it's not. It is a average. Forty-five bucks. There. Okay. So from what I saw, her candle is not even the size of the three wick candles that you get at Bath and Body Works, and those hoes smell good. All the time. Three weeks and all. $45 for a candle? That's insane. That's insane. What's the, I mean, is there a, is there a catch? Is there's there no a, catch to it. There's no, there's no sparkles to it. You're not going to find $5 at the bottom of them once they burn out. You're not going to be able to reuse the little glass that they're in. There's not recyclable. It's not, there's nothing to it. There's not a fucking contract from Andy Cohen saying you get to be a real housewife. No, I am trying to figure out what the, I, you know what, a fucking Nigerian shaman better come out and read my future once we're done burning this candle for $45.95. And then the audacity put the 95 at the end. <laughs> Instead of just 99, she's like, well, I saved y'all a couple of coins by making that 95. Like, she, what the fuck, Wendy? Is she the doctor? Doctor Wendy, well, she's got why. four degrees. Oh well, you paying every yeah, you're, you're paying, paying all for all of these back. other things by buying a candle. <laughs> if I had to make a prediction, we're not gonna even see this shit on QVC. <laughs> At least Karen gets on QVC. I don't think Wendy's gonna be on QVC with this. I really forty five ninety five. You can't tell me it smells better than Bath and Body Works. There's no way. Even if it did, I would never know. You know why? I'm not spending $50 on a candle. I'm just not. And from what I saw, because I'm um, I'm a member of a lot of Housewives Facebook groups, everyone's fucking laughing at this. It's just, it's like, who does she think she, Wendy, you don't even. Who is she selling to? Who is her target audience? Uh, all the people that watch The Real Housewives of Potomac, because who else really knows her? True. Yeah, I mean, she does commentary, political commentary, but who the fuck watches that? Not me. <laughs> so really, she is hoping that all the people from Real Housewives of Potomac, those fans, will buy this. But here's the thing, Wendy, you've been a total straight-up bitch this season on the show. Like, you're not even likable right now. You should be giving this shit out for free just based on your bad behavior of this season. And we only have two more episodes to go. So basically, you spent this whole entire season season an uptight, entitled, sensitive bitch. 
and now you want us to spend fifty dollars on your goddamn candle? Is really? She the, is she the one that sent that invitation to her dancing in the dark? Yes. When she got that is how we started ass. off the season. Ugh. Yes, that has been. Wendy is going through something. She I'm is. gonna agree as I always do. I agree with Giselle. Something ain't right. We don't know what it is. And the more defensive a person is about something, the more that person who's saying something to them is hit, what is it hitting the ball on the head. Sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so if you if you're used to the show, I have I all kinds of Keishanisms and things such yeah. as that. But yes, yeah, something has gone wrong. You changed your body. That's fine. Here's the thing. If I get foot, let's say somebody came in here right now and said, you know what? We feel sorry for you, fat ass. We're going to go ahead and we're going to give you liposuction because I'm going to want it from chin to toe, chin to toe. I'm not going to go around just parading the new body into everyone's. She's doing with her body what Courtney and Travis are doing to their relationship. Yes. Just throwing it in everybody's face. Yep. It's like, okay, you look good, but fuck, we know you got plastic surgery. It is not like you were in the gym working on your fitness to achieve this. You got plastic surgery, and when someone mentions that you got plastic surgery, well, bitch, if you cover up, you had a titty party. You had a party to celebrate your new titties, and you named them Happy and Ness. Ugh. I I mean, Terrible I named, name. my, my titties have names, but they're Helga and Olga. <laughs> like they're two Russian Russian women old women. Line. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so um if you by chance happen to be a person with a disposable income and you buy one of Wendy's candles, send me one. I just wanna smell it. I just wanna see how it smells or just let me know how it smells because this shit better smell like rainbow farts it's all that i have to say if you buy one make a video of a review and send it to libra lounge radio at gmail.com yes or dm us on uh instagram or facebook because i have to know about these candles and here's before i'm gonna just be honest i'm not wanting to know how they smell in the host that it smells great and wonderful i just want to know how fucking bad and overpriced it is which i already know but i can't officially say that it's bad because i don't i don't know anyone who's bought it and i i'm not going to buy it myself but wendy if you listen to send me one girl <laughs> go ahead i love gifts all right all right so when we get back we're going to talk a little bit more about the housewives franchise and then i'm also going to pose this question is it still necessary for celebrities to keep posting breastfeeding videos of themselves and promotion and awareness of breastfeeding? We'll be right back. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539. Or shop anytime with us at www.sassyclassboutique.com. 
Welcome back to the Libra Lines with Keisha. I want to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram and like our Facebook page. You can also subscribe to the, what well, is this, a podcast? <laughs> I almost called it a YouTube video. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I need to start letting producer James just do my commercials. <laughs> um, you can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn app, and the Laughable app. So pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you will find us. And if you are a fan of the show, if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We would appreciate it. Okay. So Ronda, Rousey, Ronda Rousey is the next in Celebrity Moms to, I want to bring awareness to breastfeeding. Okay. As long as your child is eating, be it formula, breast milk, whatever it is, your baby's great. You know what I mean? It is this whole, it is just another thing for breastfeeding moms to make moms who are not breastfeeding feel bad. That is what this is about. Now, it did originally start when women were getting banned from certain places for not being able to breastfeed, but we've conquered that. You can do it freely wherever you want. Wherever you want to slap your titties out just like Lizzo does, do it. It feeds your baby, and we're all good. But I do think that there's a certain thing where, and, and, and I've talked to newer moms who are filled with so much anxiety that they're not going to be able to breastfeed because you have these people that are like, ew, ew, that baby used Infamil. Or, you know, it uses formula fed. You can't play with him. I heard his mom didn't breastfeed him. That is what it's like. It is another level of mom shaming when it's like, as long as your baby eats, changed, and is filled with love, you're good. I mean, you're probably going to fuck the kid up anyway, so it really doesn't matter what it drinks in its infancy. But damn, why do they keep doing this? Like, they have taken it on, like, Ron, here, here's just the truth. No one's talking about Ronda Rousey anymore. I mean, she fucked up her MMA career. Her acting career went down the shams. And then she didn't do that good on WWE either. So this is the only way that she could really stay irrelevant. And now that I'm a fucking genius, now that I think about it, a lot of the celebrity moms that are doing that really are ones that are not getting much attention about mm -hmm. anything else mm -hmm. that they're doing. So it's just like, stop doing this. Why is it necessary? I mean, how many times do you see a mom, like a celebrity mom, feeding her baby with a bottle? You don't. You, you don't. They're saying we're trying to normalize breastfeeding. Breastfeeding was normalized since the birth of the very first child. <laughs> it was first been, mammal. Yes, the very honest. first mammal. It is pretty fucking normalized. There's nothing not normal about breastfeeding, okay? But here's the thing, though. Like, there's still places that don't want you to breastfeed in public. They'll tell you to go to the bathroom. And, I mean, that's that's kind of bullshit because who the hell wants to eat in a bathroom? I mean, it's, right. there's, still, there's still, like, this social weird stigma about having a tit out. But that is because women made it such a private thing for so long that you don't show your titty, even if it's to breastfeed your child. And then we have some moms that are extreme, like you got to be all about it, make a big dramatization mm -hmm. about it. But they look, we've got breastfeeding bras, we've got outfits that are for breastfeeding moms, they've got all kinds of cover-ups or things like that. So we've done everything we can to say, look, we support breastfeeding moms but it's like breastfeeding moms are like on this fucking 
uh, put themselves on this pedestal that is making so like I was a breastfeeding mom for four weeks. Scholar never did latch on. Okay, she did latch on, but soon as she would latch on, her lazy ass would go to sleep. And she wouldn't eat. I mean, I've had many of men do the same thing too, fall victim to the nipple. <laughs> fall asleep and then not eat. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I had to, I pumped. And because I was such a neurotic, paranoid mom, I was like, if I die, my baby won't eat because she's only used to breast milk. So I'm going to do both. So literally, I did, maybe that's why she was so goddamn big. <laughs> I did both. She got breast, breast milk. And she got formula. And then at like four weeks, the milk just dried up. Like, it just, it said, oh, we're done. This, no reason behind it. It was just done. So some people would have mom shamed me for something that my body did naturally. It, it just dried up the milk. I didn't try to do anything to make it drop. I was still pumping. It may have been because I wasn't pumping enough because Scholar was also drinking formula as well that it just dried up. But there's some moms that would have made me feel bad because my milk dried up, I, and there was nothing I could do about it. Yep. This is my thing. Just feed your baby. Feed your baby. Yeah, make sure just, you don't starve. We're yeah, good. just feed your baby. Look, I'm not going to say anything to a breastfeeding mom in public. If you want to drive your car and breastfeed at the same time, go ahead and do you. Multitask. But just don't make other moms feel bad because they have chosen not to do that. Or because they physically cannot do that. You you don't know what the reason is for it. So it's just like, girl, shut the hell up and just feed your goddamn baby before it starts crying and ruin everybody's meal. All right? So we're going to hop right back onto it with the housewives because some of the housewives drama this, this season, they really have made me think about people's behaviors, such as... On the last two episodes of Real Housewives of Potomac, uh, Wendy, which that was a mistake for her to plan a trip. Anyway, because Wendy's kind of fucking boring. You know, it's boring. The whole trip is a mess. It's a mess, plus it's boring, okay? They didn't even go to some great place at all. They're not eating at any lavish restaurants. They're not doing any great excursions. I mean, they don't even have, like, a butler at these places. Like, there was no, here, here's where it goes. There was no accommodations, okay? So my question is, is it okay to plan a vacation trip and not properly accommodate all of your guests? So in this instance, you got Wendy has invited the group, the, all the women and their husbands or significant others, but she was being shady in just that part right there because not everyone is married, okay? So... Robin and Giselle didn't feel extremely comfortable going because just of Wendy's behavior and how she threw shade at the fact that neither of them are married. Even though Robin isn't gay, she still tried to just dismiss that as well. So they were the last ones to get to the house, okay? Now, if you're keeping up with Potomac, Giselle right now has a toe that's broken. It's broken to the point she's got to wear a boot for a couple of weeks. So it's a pretty bad break, okay? So Robin and Giselle are the last to get there. Their room is, I want to say that house looks like it's probably got two or three stories to it. They're at the top, okay? They're stuck in a room together, and there's no bathroom. The bathroom is all the way down the stairs, okay? So that means you've got to hobble all the way up and hobble all the way down on a foot that's already pretty messed up, okay? And is it just one bathroom? Well, all the rooms, all the other rooms have a private bathroom. Oh, 
Oh, there's Yeah. That. So there's does it. So they would have to go downstairs to bathrooms that are really for everyone. Mm. And they have to use those. So you got to pee in there. You got to brush your teeth in there. You got to shower in there. And then you got to walk all the way back through the house to go up the stairs to your room. And there's, there's husbands there as well. So I would be pretty pissed off if someone invited me to that. I'm like, okay, did you just not want me to come? Because I don't feel comfortable doing this. Not just that. Physically, the girl cannot keep doing all that hobbling on that boot then you got poor robin because robin was really all of us on this whole trip she's like i'm on my period and i don't give a fuck <laughs> she was like i don't i don't want to talk to nobody i don't want y'all to look at me she's like i don't want to share a bathroom with anyone while i'm on my period which is understandable to me because i wouldn't especially a bathroom that's going to be with men who are not my husband look my, my husband's seen it all he smelt it all all of that. But I don't want another man to walk in the bathroom behind me after I go change my tampon. I just, ew. And I don't want to use a bathroom that other men are using. Anyway, it's enough for me to sip in my own husband's piss. But I don't want to be stepping in other women's husband's piss on the floor. And No, I don't want to do that. So, I mean, is it, a, to me, there's a lot of people who disagree with the fact that they chose to just go get a hotel room. Look, if, if this is the thing, if you're going to plan the entire thing, then you need to make sure everything is consistent. If you are just going to say, hey, let's all get together, I'll plan some events and everybody, you know, figure out where, where you want to stay. stay. Yeah. Either way, but you can't, yeah, you can't like give two women different accommodations than everyone else in the house. Yeah. So let's just say that Giselle's fiance, heck, not Giselle, Robin's fiance had come on the trip. So that he would have been in the room with Robin and Giselle? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, that is not how you plan a trip, especially a trip that's going to be highly televised and everyone's going to judge you and run you ragged on the interwebs. Unless it was a production choice to do that, to set up the drama. So we talk about it now and it gets brought up at the reunion. Because remember, well played, Bravo TV. Half of this shit is scripted. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll say this: Robin and Giselle, they did not act a fool. They just said, "Okay, we're just gonna get our own shit. We're gonna get our own hotel where we feel comfortable. We will meet y'all for all of the boring activities that are planned." And what was the activity? They got on a boat. (laughs) They just sat on a boat. They went on a boat. I'm like, girl. Like around the harbor. Like not yeah. even any place really. I'm like, so you had me drive umpteen hours away. To stay in the to house. To get on a motherfucking boat. First of all, you should have told me in the itinerary that we'd be on a boat. Because I'm about to fuck up the whole trip for everybody. Because I'm going to throw up the entire time that we're on the boat. But there was like no live music. There was no dancing. There just It was just they were on the boat. It's, yeah, just a boat. Just a boat. It wasn't even going fast. And they had to cook their own breakfast. They had to cook their own breakfast. <laughs> there was no one to help them with their luggage. No turn down service. None. I would have been like, nothing. well, God damn. I mean, me and Jace could have stayed home and he could have did all this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, look, when you go on a vacation and someone says that they have something so fun and great and grand planned, I'm expecting four-star service wherever we go. You're expecting some, I mean, something that you wouldn't do at home. Yeah, uh, I can avoid cooking and cleaning at my own house 
and I didn't have to drive and pack a bag to do it. I would be pissed off if I, like, there was no one to, there was no breakfast for them. Yeah, now they were very, I mean, yeah, they took it well. They I think they took it well because I would have acted a whole black fool. You would have acted like Candace. Don't even mention that demon seeds. Oh, Ooh. her name. I cannot deal with her. I am at the point now that I can hardly watch The Real Housewives of Potomac because I just cannot stand her that much. She is something else. She is something else. She is one of those classic bitches that is always running their mouth, always talking shit and cannot back it up. Because soon as a hoe gets in her face, she wants to cry and get that goddamn napkin, put it in the shape of a triangle, and keep poking the 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 the, the pointy part in her eyeball to get her fake tears. Like I can't. She's. I hope they get rid of her. Well, you know what? Actually, I have that down. You know how far do, do these housewives have to go before they're fired from the show? So we've got Candace, who already had the big altercation. One of the biggest altercations in the Housewife franchise history with her and Monique. Because Monique served her ass. And you know what? I did not like Monique. But I wish they would have let Monique just go all the way ham on her ass. Because you know what? The bitch didn't learn a goddamn lesson at all. Because here she is again. She's so sure that production and security is not going to let somebody else whoop her ass. She has just lost her whole entire mind. Let me tell you this. I'm the type of I'm a type of girl. I don't care if there's 15 cameras in this room. You keep talking shit to me. I'm gonna whoop your ass, officer. You don't have to handcuff me. I got it. Just hand them to me. You want me? You want my hands in the front or you want my hands in the back? Either way, I got you. You don't have to open the car. I, I will gladly slide my ass in the back seat of that police car for whooping her ass so now she's done so many things that she's been really targeting mia this season and going as far as calling mia handsome because mia's very tall mia i mean what do tall people have they have big hands mm -hmm. they have big feet they have long legs they have long arms why because they're tall just ask true thompson chloe kardashian star <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she's called me a handsome. She keeps referencing her large hands, her large feet, really almost in a way calling her a drag queen or or or, or uh, a transgendered woman without actually saying it, okay? Right. So then Mia went back and pulled up some old tweets and things that Candace has said that are, you know, kind of homophobic, kind of like, what did people do before TV? How did they learn how to be gay? Like what? Ooh, Ooh. Really? yeah. I missed that one. I thought I saw the one. This she all said, came out last week. Oh wow! Because I saw where she's, which she's mentioned about Mia's overseer, something like that. No, that would it? be um, Ashley. Okay, sorry. She was called. She referred to Ashley's husband as an overseer, overseer. or a slave driver or yeah. something like that. I'm like, girl. Damn. No, I didn't know about the. How did you learn to be gay before TV? Oh God. yeah, all Damn. kinds of uh, yeah, all kinds of. That's fucked up. Kind of homophobic things. And I know that Mia's goal was to try to get Candace canceled. But how you can't really cancel a bitch that really she's don't nobody know about. Oh, yeah. she's like Only two kinds of people get canceled. Those that actually give a shit about mm -hmm. anything. And then those that 
that are that think they're smarter than the game. Yeah, no one knows Candace Dillard Bassett <laughs> outside of the Real Housewives of Potomac. No one is buying downloaded Candy Candace's new music except for people who know her from that Real Housewives of Potomac. If she got fired from the Real Housewives of Potomac, no one would hear about Candace Bassett Dillard or whatever her name is ever again. So you can't really cancel her. No, um, but your question was, what do they have to do to get kicked off the show? I mean, look, if you think about it, we've had we've had domestic disputes. Yep. We've had cheating allegations. We've had deportations. We have had, uh, look at the scandal with Erica Jane right now, who her, allegedly, her husband defrauded so many of his clients, um, and, and, and she's pleading her innocence, too. but here's the thing. If James told me that, hey, I've got an extra 20 bucks, I'm a no line. I'm going to say, oh, you found that shit. Someone gave it to you. You didn't just have an extra $20. So the fact that he was able to deposit $23 million in her account for her businesses, you can't tell me you just don't know. Oh, Erica, I like you and all, but you're 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 lying. But it's just like when how far do the how far will Bravo protect these Bravo liberties for ratings? I mean, here's the thing: the worse they act, the more people want to see them. So it's it's a I don't know where you. I mean, maybe if they get so bad that that it causes other people to leave the show, right? Or if they become like a really destructive thing to production. Right. Maybe that. So she is playing it smart because what she has not done is she has not gone up against Giselle Bryant. And Giselle Bryant, regardless of what Karen Huger may have convinced herself of, is the star of the show. Yes. Yes. And we kind of saw that when last year with Monique. Giselle and Monique didn't get along. And is Monique on the show anymore? No, she's not. So, yeah, Candace is making sure that she stays in Giselle's back pocket so she can keep getting. What What? What do they hold on Potomac? Oh. Uh, I can't. A flute? Oh, I don't know. No, I think it's a flute. Oh. Do they hold a flute? What? Shit. Yeah, each housewives, I they know, all like hold peach, something. Like a peach, yeah. you got snowflakes, you got oranges. I have no idea. I can't remember what they hold. I think it's a flute. Their husband's balls? I don't know. I would think that the damn producer would be able to look this shit up and tell us quite quickly. But no, he's sitting here bantering on me. Now I understand why people were complaining about you last week, James. <laughs> okay, but here's one. Now this one right here, this is a new, this is a question from the newest episode of Rural Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, this one was actually sad. It kind of makes me want to fight a little bit. So we've got newcomer Jenny, and we've got her husband Dewey. Her husband Dewey is wanted to have more kids. Now, they've got three kids already, and as we learned this past Sunday, Jenny has suffered like 13 miscarriages, and she even had a stillbirth, plus she's like 45 and has her tubes tied. And her husband's still like, but yeah, I still want to have more kids. There's so many bad people on the planet, including himself, after what he just said. And we just need to put uh, populate the earth with more good people. And our kids are great, so we need more of them. I don't care if you happen to die or go through anything extremely emotional or that, you know, you have a bad pregnancy, considering you've had all these miscarriages and stillbirth. Plus, you'll have to go get your tubes untied. So and then he, he, his resolution was, well, let's get a sister wife. Yeah, that, oof. Mm, that yeah. did not go over well. 
How could it? Because to me, I understand that you want to have more kids. But look, when you start hitting 45 years of age, your energy level is not the same that it was when you were 35. Well, it's not. But think about what he just said. Like, it's like saying, well, the car I have right now don't drive right. I'm going to go get another car. Yeah, that would. Okay, you would have never made it out alive after that conversation with that. No. Yeah, I, I, I felt bad for Jenny. And I was like wow like how low do you go what as a man what do you do if you want more kids your wife is not able to give you more kids or she's not willing to go through all of the physical things that happen during a pregnancy and giving birth you make a choice on what's more important your wife or another kid i mean can't you, you adopt he doesn't seem like he wants to, oh, he made a comment, well, no, you don't want to adopt because you just said you don't have the energy to run around a taller. There's so many other kids that's sitting there looking out the window who are like 15 saying, no one's ever going to adopt me. No one's ever going to, no one wants an older kid. Go adopt that kid. It's, you know, one of those things where if somebody is so adamant about I want to have a child, at some point. It starts to sound pretty fucking selfish to me. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, do it. You okay? Men can have kids now. Go ahead and do you do it. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they can. So why don't you go do all the physical changes that are needed for you to be able to carry as many children as you like? And you know what? You can even use your own sperm. <laughs> you really can. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was a real fucked up thing i actually i don't get teary eyed very often watching any of the real housewives but i actually did tear up on that one i felt bad that one was rough that one's a rough That's one to really watch sad. dewey you are a total dick yeah and i don't care how big jenny says your dick is but you were a major dick for what you said so when we get back i'm gonna award the bitch please of the week from the libra lounge with keisha Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. We want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Once again, make sure you're following us on Instagram and you like our Facebook page and make sure to subscribe to us any and everywhere that you can or that you do listen to the podcast. Now it is time for the bitch please of the week. All right, so everybody on planet Earth is talking about Dave Chappelle. And before I go into this, you guys know I would never, ever give a bitch please to Dave Chappelle, correct? No, not ever. This is really going off to all the fucking people that are trying to get Dave Chappelle canceled. Okay, before we start, you can't cancel Dave Chappelle. Just, you can't. You can't do it. Look, we couldn't even cancel Michael Jackson, and he, like, was a pedophile. Couldn't cancel him, okay? You can't cancel Dave Chappelle. Don't give a fuck about your bullshit. And then Dave Chappelle tells the truth. (laughs) Okay, so Dave Chappelle's latest comedy special that's on Netflix has... Everyone's talking about it, whether you agree with what he said or whether you don't agree with what he said. Here's the thing with comedians. Comedians are put here on earth to bring laughter or to address issues that everybody else is afraid to talk about. It is to draw attention to something from a different perspective. 
You know what I mean? And we live in such a super sensitive time right now. It's like, what the fuck? You can't even sneeze without offending someone. Like, I don't like the way you sneeze. How come you didn't get as much spit on him as you did on me? What that mean? Why? Because I'm black? That is the world that we live in right now where you cannot do anything. So if you have not watched Dave's latest special, he talks a lot about the trans community. Now, if you ever watch a Dave Chappelle special, it's gonna go full circle every time. From his first joke to his last joke, it's all gonna be connected, okay? So Dave talked about a lot of things. Dave is always, no matter what the show is about, he's gonna talk about black people. And he's gonna talk about black people bad. But everybody seems to be perfectly okay with that. I can tell you right now, Dave Chappelle said the word nigger 254 times during this special, and nobody gave a fuck. But he talked about the trans community, and now I'm sure they're trying to go up to Capitol Hill and protest Dave Chappelle. It's time to cancel Dave. Here's my thing, did you even fucking watch the whole comedy special? I bet you didn't, because the last part brings it all home together. Dave said it perfectly. In 72 minutes, Dave read the entire world to filth, and he said nothing that was not truth. Case true, case in point. He brought, brought up the rapper The Baby, who, let me see, it was, it was this year, The Baby almost got canceled, because he was at his concert and he talked about the gay community spreading AIDS. Okay, the baby. Okay. First of all, I don't want nobody named the baby trying to teach me any lessons of any kind except how to say wham, wham, wham. Because you, I don't know, you the baby. So he made this rant during one of his concerts and got so much hellfire. And you know what? He kind of deserved it because what he said wasn't even true. He was basically accusing the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community for spreading AIDS. We know that's not true. Heroin addicts spread AIDS just as much as the gay community does. Um, so I'm just joking. So don't try to cancel me. You can't cancel me anyway. So Dave Chappelle's point was like, you know, the gay community wanted to cancel the baby forever. But the baby also killed a black man. And the baby actually talks about killing this black man in many of his songs. And no one gave a fuck at all. But he said one thing about the gay community, and it's like, whoa, 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 nigga, you gone too far. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he, the whole thing about the show, which to me, if you watch a comedy special, you know there's no rules in comedy. There's not, okay? If Roger, Dan Roger Dangerfield, if Richard Pryor, Sam Kennison, um, who Bill are Hicks, some- George uh, who, Carlin. Yes. Richard Pryor. These people right now, everyone will try to, Bernie Mac, people would should not take their rawness right now. They're too fucking sensitive. When the comedians, if you really, if you step away from the comedic aspect of it, the shit that they say is true. So basically what Dave Chappelle was saying is that we still live in a racist, homophobic country. We do. But now we've got the minorities pitted against one another. That's the whole point of the comedy show. But you got people now saying that he's homophobic, he's transphobic. No, he's not. Because at the, the height of the show, when it comes down to it, he fucking gave a transgendered woman 
she he let her open his show and the bitch wasn't even fucking funny but he took a chance on her okay and let her open his show now to me if someone is transphobic there's no way you're gonna do that to me being transphobic is saying all trans all transgender gender people must die they shouldn't have the same rights as us they shouldn't eat in the same restaurants with us no i don't want to share a bathroom with someone who's possibly transgender that's being transphobic cracking a joke about it is not being transphobic because if you listen to the whole show you'll realize he's really an ally to the trans community based on what he actually did as a man for his friend r.i.p daphne okay he's still a fucking comedian though he's gonna make the shit funny but they are trying so the lgbtq community I'm a big advocate. I'm a big ally. Will I crack jokes? Yeah, hell, I'll crack jokes on black people. I'll, I did it today. I crack jokes about fat people, black people, women, women with flat titties, women with big asses, big thighs, every ripple, every dimple. I made fun of it, okay? But should I be canceled because of that? No. No. Because I told the truth. I mean, it wasn't like I lied. I'm not saying, hey, go harpoon every fat woman that you see. I'm not saying, I'm not saying go throw bleach on every black woman that you see. I'm not saying any of that shit. I'm speaking the truth and I'm making it funny, which is what Dave Chappelle said. And you know what? To the trans community, we need people like Dave Chappelle to make things more relatable. Maybe from listening to Dave's special, someone's like, hey, Dave Chappelle actually let a transgender woman open his show. Oh, that's a fucking ally to me. It, I mean, I don't know how else you can. He was bringing awareness to the trans world right there in that special. But now people want to cancel him. It's not working, guys. <laughs> First of all, you're giving someone who doesn't give a fuck. Do you remember the Dave Chappelle show? No one had a problem when he was being fucking Tyrone Bigsby, the black, blonde, white supremacist, when he talked about black people throughout the whole show. But he didn't just talk about black people. Remember the episode with John Mayer? White people can't motherfucking dance. Dave Chappelle makes fun of everybody. But no one wanted to cancel him until he made fun of even though he was shedding a light to the trans community. And that is why I'm saying you get the bitch please of the week from the Lever Lounge. Go ahead, Producer James. No, Dave said it himself. He walked away from 50, 50 million, million. Ain't I, a goddamn thing anybody can say to him. I would walk away from my mama, my child, <laughs> the entire black community. I would hand somebody my own pussy for $50 million, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You can, Dave Chappelle doesn't give a fuck. He, 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 he's, he has done everything he has probably ever set out to do in his career and yep. hit it out of the park, okay? He walked away from $50 million, $50 million, because he said, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't want to be in your chains anymore. I'm actually going to go be woke. You know, not trying to be, not saying I'm woke. I'm actually going to go be woke. I'm going to actually go visit other cultures, other countries, and things. I'm going to try to find myself before I come back out and do comedy. So it's just, I'm, I'm sick of the cancel culture. I'm sick of the woke culture. Because it's, it's neither. You can't cancel a person. For, we can't even cancel R. Kelly. Do you know that motherfucker's album sales have gone up 5,000% since he got up? <laughs> 
That should tell you. That's the world that we live in. About the world we live in. Yes. So thank you for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. Have a great week and stay sucker free. It's the Neighbor Lounge. The Neighbor Lounge. Ooh.